This podcast episode delves into the historical imprisonment of Native Americans. This episode includes discussions of trauma, loss, and cultural resiliency. There is rich diversity among Native American cultures. Individual tribes, nations, and communities are still in existence. This episode talks about the Mescalero Apache tribe. Listener discretion is advised. Please take care of your emotional well-being while listening. Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It is a new month and a new theme at the Gals Guide Library. Our theme this October has a literary theme with a twist. We are talking about the women of folklore. So folklore is mostly an oral tradition that is wrapped up in beliefs and cultures and communities, and they can be spooky, especially this time of year, but they can also be inspirational and every shade in between. So let me introduce our community of folks this month. See what I did there? (laughs) Okay, so first up, she is head librarian of Gal's Guide, but also she is now a married woman. That's right. So it's Bonnie, Catherine, Just, Fillinworth. Yay, Bonnie! (laughs) So Bonnie, introduce yourself to the good people. You forgot the missus? Oh, missus! Oh, oh you're oh right, missus. There you go. Yes, and if you need like an Esquire added to the end of it, Reverend, <laughs> Jedi. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but tell the good yeah. people all about uh, yourself. My name's Bonnie, and I do paintings of women throughout history. Woot woot. Um, and I just got my uh, Master of Library and Information Sciences degree. Yes! Wow, congratulations. Yes. And nice. just got married. Woo-hoo! So now I'm going to take a nap. Yes. <laughs> You've done a lot this year. Yes. Just saying. Very proud of you. <laughs> I love it. Well, next up, she is president of Gal's Guide. It is Katie Young. Yay! Oh. Stop with the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, tell the good people about yourself and why they should be excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I run a bitchin' book club. Yeah, you do. Yeah. We should rename it to Bitchin' Book Club. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm on it. Okay. There you go. We did have the stitchin' bitch, so bitchin' uh, book club. Maybe we need to bring, well, okay. We don't need to bring that back. Okay. But anybody that doesn't get our newsletter, did you see, or anybody that does, did you see our calendar this month? It's great, isn't it? Did you get, like, your fingers cramped up writing all the things <laughs> happening at the library it's for this month? It's a spooky, wonderful month at the library. Yes. So I've always loved October the most. Yes. Um, well, it has your birthday it has in it. my birthday, <laughs> and this one's an extra special one. I'm turning 40 years old. <gasps> You're turning yeah, 40. I'm turning 40. My oldest baby is turning 21. And she's going out to SIDS to party with us, right? <laughs> she nice. cannot confirm nor deny that she wants she anything to do denying. with us on her 21st birthday. <laughs> she's been denying, but tell her I only turned yeah. 41. Yes. And she only so, turns 21. This is true. She should definitely One. manipulate Correct. her into drinking. I think absolutely. It's absolutely. thing to do. It is. It, we're very... We're, <laughs> Definitely responsible, yes. And what better place than Sid's to right? go yeah. here locally sure. to kick off her yeah. drinking career? Yeah. <laughs> it's the I word career play. that I think she might argue with. <laughs> <laughs> but still a novel idea. Yes, I'll get right. on that. <laughs> well, next up, it is the Director of Community Outreach at Gals Guide. It is Barb Conlon, everyone. Oh, Yay! Yeah. So, Barb, introduce yourself to the good people. So, 
all of these people have been so busy. I'm retired. I'm not busy at all. So I That's why we lean on you for support. <laughs> I come and support and hang out. And it's been a fantastic uh, September. It was great. Uh, looking mm-hmm. forward to everything going on in October. And yes. We are, yeah, we are, we are hopping this month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking forward to all the fun stuff. We're just a couple of ghouls. See what I did there? Uh, uh, just hanging out. I didn't even get that one in the newsletter. That would have been great. That's, that's so next up is uh, welcome a first timer to the show. It is Cassie Simcox, everybody. Yay! Cassie, introduce yourself to the good people. Yes. Well, as Leah said, I'm Cassie Simcox. Uh, first time on the pod. Long time. Uh, advocate and fan of women's rights. Yes! So, yes! <laughs> Yay! Yes. Then you're in the right spot. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, th- I, yeah, very excited to be here. And I'm also very excited to do the 12 week writing course. Yeah! Starting very this nice. upcoming week. I know. It's going to be running all the it way is. through December. 12 weeks of awesomeness. I'm so glad you're in. Awesomeness. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited yeah. to get started. Oh, it's going to be good. I mean, Barb just signed up today. Yay, Barb! <laughs> Oh, did I get that on air? Did I, I get can't it? I believe you. I got that. it recorded. I, so, so oh, there may have been a little harassment going oh, on Barb. every time she sees me. Um, almost like when I say, Leah. Have you got your passport yet? Have you started your passport That's totally yet? fair. This is totally fair. <laughs> yes, exactly. You should have done a swap. I know, right? I should have got my passport. I got my task yeah. done. Done. I have not Just got mine. So as for me... <laughs> You're not leaving the country anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. No, I do need to get that passport. You, you do. I will get it done. See? Tit for tat. It'll totally, totally work out. Tat. <laughs> so as for me, I'm Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gals Guide, and I'm super excited about Folklore Month. I absolutely love, like, myths and legends. It's one of my my favorite, like, geek out, nerdy things. Um, so you put that together, you add some storytellers, like, into the mix, and also add that to October, and it's just, like... The cauldron of deliciousness is what I'm going for. So it'll be exciting. So here's something really weird that I'm going to say. Oh, no. Barb, are you ready to go I first? Am ready. <laughs> I am ready. It's Again. Really, it's like it's weird. Yes. It's, just, it's really just me in a mask. Right. Exa- oh, yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> exactly. If, if we could pull yes, that off, I know. that would be fun. It's a auditory medium. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. But, yeah, in a weird twist of events where normally Bonnie goes first, it is Barb going yes. first. So who I'm do you excited. Who do you have for us to start off Folklore so, Gals? So, um, I know as we were all growing up, we probably learned about Native American history and about warriors. Yes. Like Sitting Bull and Tecumseh mm-hmm. and Geronimo. Um, and they, those warriors were celebrated as defenders of Indian territories and courageous fighters of the resistance. Yes. Not not the Star Wars kind of <laughs> No, <laughs> damn it. Calm yourself. Calm I was yourself very down. excited about the resistance. But just like <laughs> all of our history, there are other stories, lesser known stories that haven't been told. Stories of the women warriors. Woot. Uh, who were also part of the Indian resistance. Uh, so I'm going to talk about Lozen, an Apache warrior. Uh, she's one of those lesser known historical characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of her her stories are probably rooted in reality. Some have probably been embellished a bit over time. You get to. You know, you guys can decide <laughs> what, what that is. <laughs> um, so first a little bit. She was born in, um, in the 1800s. But before I jump into that, I'll talk a little bit about Apache culture during that time. Sweet. So you can understand kind of what she was born into. Um, 
In the 1800s, there were at least seven Apache bands um, and many clans inhabiting an area known um, as Apacheria. Have you guys ever heard of that before? No, but it makes sense. Yeah, well, right. It does. Totally makes sense. Uh, It's where northern Mexico, eastern Arizona, and southwestern New Mexico are now. Makes sense. So the the Apache clans and bands tried to um, coexist in that space, Mm -hmm. um, but they were often found to be at war even with one another. Um, So they kind of went at it a little bit in that area. Uh, The Chaihin Band also known as the Eastern Chiricahua gotcha. uh, or Red Painted People. I'm going to call them Red Painted People because it's really <laughs> a lot easier to say. Gotcha. Uh, they were one of the bands that were living in this area. They're recognized by, you know, you've always probably seen oh, the red paint. Like on kind their of face. over their nose yes. and down their cheeks and yes. stuff. Okay. All right. So gotcha. a lot of times when they're doing ceremonies or when they're in battle, they'll put that red paint on. And that's oh. what they were, they were known for. But this particular band, the Red Painted People, um, they were very nomadic. So they roamed this area. They were very aggressive. They were known for being mm-hmm. very aggressive. Um, so it's into this band that uh, Lozen is born. Um, a little bit more about kind of their culture. Um, traditional Apache religion was based on the belief in the supernatural and the power of nature. So I think we probably all knew, knew that part, right? I yeah. mean, they're very nature-based. They, it's centered on the earth. Um, the culture was a matriarchal culture. Yes. Uh, one of their deities <laughs> was called the white painted woman, and she was at the center of their creation story. Uh, her themes, Rhea, mm-hmm. you're going to love this. Yes. Her themes were maturity. Yes, please. Cycles. Yes. Femininity and tradition. Can we just bring this back? Yeah. So I loved her. <laughs> like every as, day? As I, as I learned about her. Sweet. Uh, she was She could be depicted as a young woman and an older woman. And they said that she could change her appearance. If she appeared before you, Ooh. you might see either one. Um, historians report that the Apaches, this is a lot of background, but it all play in. So hang with all me. Good. All uh, good. Historians report that the Apaches always had women who were willing to fight right behind their male warriors. Young Apache women were actually uh, trained for battle uh, in their youth. They were typically good with guns when guns became available. Yeah. But they were obviously also good with bow and arrows and knives. Sweet. Um, those were probably the two that they mostly used. So the woman, uh, this was not her primary responsibility, but she was expected to help in battle if needed. Uh, and historians would say that if you went into battle against a, a male Apache warrior and you killed him, you better be prepared because it was the woman behind him that was going to step forward. And she was also the one that was hiding and protecting the children. Oh. So you were actually going to go to battle with Mama Bear. Oh. So Who is now very pissed off. Very pissed. <laughs> you just killed her her husband probably uh-huh. or right. a brother or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, and you were coming after her and her kids. So she, she was going to come after you. Opponents who underestimated these women uh, – we're usually in for a big surprise. It was into this culture and into a, a band called Warm Springs that Lozen was born in 1840. The band was actually led by her warrior father. Um, she grew up understanding what an important role women had in their culture, but she really wanted to become a warrior herself. She wanted to step out from behind her mm-hmm. Apache brethren and fight beside them. So her dad allowed that. Um, she mm-hmm. proved to be a very capable young warrior in training, and she was very valuable with horses. Um, Lozen in the Indian tradition actually means dexterous horse thief 
Oh. And she would eventually really embrace that meaning of her name <laughs> as she grew up. I like it. Uh, so when she was 12, she went through this woman's rite of passage. So it's kind of a coming of age tradition mm -hmm. for Apache young women. Uh, she was sent alone to the mountains. Um, I read that it was like a three to four day period where she lived on her own in the mountains. Uh -huh. um, it was there that she was supposed to discover um, what her calling was. And what her supernatural powers were, if she had any. Um, so as it turns out, she did. Uh, her supernatural power happened to be her ability to track animals mm -hmm. and locate enemies. Oh. Um, and her calling was to be a protector of her people and uh, and a warrior. So she was. Mm -hmm. She felt the call to be a warrior, um, and she was going to use these abilities in her in her fighting. Um, so what they said she could do is she would walk in a circle. With her arms raised, and she would do Indian Native American chants mm -hmm. until the veins in her arms would kind of pop and turn a really, really dark blue. Oh. And that would be an indication of where the enemies were. Oh, wow. So that's Sweet. what she that's what she did while, while in battle. Uh, she would also later use uh, these superpowers uh, because she became an, uh, a shaman mm -hmm. and a prophet. So she would leverage the spirits yeah. and, and help kind of helped the tribe so she's a multitasker yeah she was definitely mm -hmm. a multitasker i think she's one of the you know because she wanted to step out into mm -hmm. battle mm -hmm. with her with with the guys i think she was always trying to prove herself so i think she yeah. was always putting herself out there had to be all the things all the things yeah. let's do all where's the things. many hats exactly mm -hmm. exactly so in the early 1860 when lozen was in her 20s um was really the first recorded uh, incident where she was actually fighting as a warrior, not just training, mm -hmm. but fighting. Uh, the Apache nations found themselves embattled uh, with the U.S. in a 25-year fight that started wow. when an Apache chief was falsely accused of kidnapping a U.S. rancher's son. Oh, yeah. Uh, so one of the major battles during this was called... Um, the Battle at Apache Pass. And it's there mm -hmm. that Lozen was thought to have probably fought one of her first battles. Mm -hmm. um, the Indians really surprised the the U.S. Um, in kind of their infiltry and actually caused them to retreat. Mm -hmm. um, so they didn't necessarily win the battle. The U.S., they regrouped. They brought yeah. in some heavy artillery. And when they came back, they forced the Apache retreat. But mm -hmm. at least the initial battle was uh, was certainly uplifting to the Indians because... Yeah, get them on their uh, heels. Yes, yeah. they had them on their heels. So that was really nice. Uh, Lozen would continue to fight as a warrior alongside, their, uh, alongside her brother, Victorio. Um, he would become the Apache Indian chief like his father. Uh, he would later describe her as his right hand, uh, strong as a man, and braver than most. Uh -huh. uh, she was well-versed in the bow and arrow, um, and he would describe her as strong, fierce, brave, courageous, and dedicated. She was definitely a protector of her people, and she would become known as a strategist for mm -hmm. the for the warriors, uh, better at military strategy than most men. And Victorio, her brother, would lean on her quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, so they spent time fighting against the American and Mexican opponents on their ancestral lands. So they were just trying to hold on to their lands. Mm -hmm. Once that was a, a losing cause uh, once they found themselves forcibly removed and placed in reservations they would fight against the conditions of the reservations because they were so deplorable uh -huh. um, they were sent to one reservation 
the San Carlos Reservation in Arizona, and it would be eventually known as Hell's Bloody Acres. Oh. A U.S. general would forcibly remove the, the Apaches. Mm-hmm. He would put them together, and he would pit them against one another. Oh. And I think the goal was that they would take care of it themselves, yeah. um, and the Americans wouldn't have to do it. Wow. Uh, Lozen and her brother would eventually flee the reservation due to these inhumane conditions. Yeah. So it was a mess. It was a mess whether you were on a reservation or, you know, when you're trying to hold on to your land. Yeah. It, just, it was just a very tumultuous time. Yeah. <clears throat> During this time, uh, there was also an Apache chief named Geronimo. Oh, heard of him. Uh, heard of him, yeah. <laughs> Seems uh, familiar. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, Lozen would become a trusted advisor to uh, Geronimo, and together Geronimo, um, Victorio, and Lozen, they worked together, tried to conserve their own land, and then fight for the conditions of their people, whether it was on a reservation, uh, all of that kind of stuff. It just, Mm -hmm. knowing the outcome as we do, um, it was honorable work, but for for a losing cause. Um, I did uh, read some information off of Mm history.com, and there was a couple of cute anecdotal stories about Lozen. Um, James Kewakla, Kewakla, something like that. Gotcha. Uh, he remembered a time when he was a child, uh, a child Apache fleeing American forces. He remembers running with his grandmother, uh, following Lozen oh. across the Rio Grande. <clears throat> he described her as a magnificent woman on a beautiful horse, holding a rifle far above her head. He also recalled that after they crossed over into Mexico, Lozen left his grandmother in charge, uh, and then she rode back across the Rio Grande to return to the fight. Oh. Um, So that was kind of, she was a protector, Mm -hmm. and she wanted to take care of people, but she always was drawn back to battle. So that was kind of, you know, she was always going back to her brother, fighting alongside of him. Mm-hmm. Another story uh, had Lozen assisting a pregnant woman who was just trying to get back home uh, to her family. Aww. So they were crossing a desert in Mexico, um, trying to get back to the pregnant woman's reservation. So she wasn't mm-hmm. even she wasn't even free at the time. She was on a reservation. But when Lozen and, and the scow took off, the pregnant woman, right? They have they had a single gun, mm-hmm. they had a knife. And they had a three-day supply of food. And they knew the trip was going to be longer than three days. But they started off on foot. During this trip, it was recorded that Lozen killed and butchered a longhorn cow for additional food. Gotcha. knife came in handy. Wow. She captured, or perhaps stole, two horses. (laughs) It's in her name. It is in her name. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's her namesake. Exactly. Yeah. What does she expect her to do? She's got a license to, you know, kidnap horses at this point. Yeah. Yeah. License to steal. License to steal, right. So she captured two horses to ease their journey since they started out on foot. She also assisted in delivering and caring for the baby once it was born. So this woman, kind of back to your comment, Cassie, she wore many hats. But if you can see a man doing this, you know, the delivering of the baby and the caring for the baby might not be part of his makeup where it was for Lozen. She was not only the warrior, but she was the nurturer. She was always watching out. Yeah. So kind of a, she was kind of the full, the full gamut there. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this time when Lozen was, you know, kind of helping the, the families and the women, uh, unfortunately her brother was killed in an ambush by Mexican soldiers Aww. when she was not present. 
um, some warriors thought if Lozen had been there, uh, the outcome would have been different. Gotcha. They really thought that that she could have helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of took she took that very hard. Yeah. Um, after her brother's death. Uh, Lozen would take up with Geronimo kind of on a more permanent basis right alongside of him as the battle uh, for Native American lands continued. But this was kind of the last hurrah. I mean, this was the last campaign of the Apache warriors um, and the end of the Apache wars. They were able to free many of their people uh, through raids and battles. Um, and Lozen, along with other female Apache warriors, uh, and there were a few by this time, mm-hmm. they attempted to negotiate uh, peace talks with the U.S. government. Gotcha. Um, Who ulti- probably kept none of their word, but they so had... So I, I believe that okay. to be true. Okay, but, but they had talks. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. and ultimately, Geronimo <laughs> did agree to surrender, um, and it was in an attempt to make sure that his the remainder of his people, yeah. and the, their numbers had dwindled so much by this time... But he was just trying to make sure that they were safe and they were taken care of. Yeah. Well, they were taken to prison Ugh. in Florida. So Geronimo, Lozen, and their followers, after Geronimo surrendered, um, they were taken to Florida and put in prison. No. So All the way to Florida? They went to Florida. Florida I'm is not... still holding up as a mm-hmm. very interesting state, even back in these <laughs> times, is it not? Yeah. Little colorful stories, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. All the way from the other side of the country. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. uh, Savannah was um, uh, a debtor's prison for the longest time. Mm-hmm. It was that landlocked. So Florida, you get the landlockedness. Also, harder to make it all the way back. It'd just be easier to just build a new prison. You would think. You would think. Not enough resources. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure, and I didn't really look into all that, but I know that she was eventually moved to a prison in Alabama. Okay. Uh, so she was incarcerated in Alabama at a place called Mount Vernon Arsenal. So it was a... Uh, a former U.S. munitions depot. Yeah. Um, and they turned it into a prison to house specifically captured Native Americans. Wow. Woot. It's a very... Yeah. It's a very sad story. Yeah. Uh, she died from tuberculosis mm-hmm. in Alabama at the oh. age of 50 on June 17th, 1889. She had a, a longer life than actually I was... She had yes. a good run. Expecting, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, considering being considering a warrior the... and a prisoner of war yes. and, but yes. 50, but I mean, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she fought against uh, Mexican and American forces for about 30 years. Wow. Um, and it was a time of constant conflict for those Native Americans. So yeah. just to your point, I mean, just the fact that she lived that long was yeah. really a testament to her, to her to her personality, mm-hmm. her determination. And her skills. Yes. She was skills. probably a very good she warrior did. slash horse dealer. <laughs> I think they were counting on that. I think yes. her, I think her brother leveraged that quite a bit. Uh, she during this time she earned herself the nickname of the Apache Joan of Arc. Oh, uh, look at that! Uh, the descendants of Lozen's family can still be found in Florida, oh. actually mm-hmm. rep- <laughs> represented at the uh, Mescalero Reservation. Okay, okay. And it's reported that the community continues to practice the coming of age traditions. Now, I don't think they send the girls up to the mountains by themselves for four days. But I'd still there go. Is a, well, yeah, it sounds fun to <laughs> Man, me. Man, like if I was like 13 to 15, I'd be like, yeah, but I'm going for three days out in a cave by myself. Sign me up. Exactly. Yes. Like is there Wi-Fi? <laughs> yes. There you go. So I think now it's like a four-day um, 
cultural events for the extended family. Gotcha. So there's activities and she has a spiritual guide that leads her through a bunch of gates. Oh. Uh, again, I don't know that she's out in nature by herself. Right. But there's a lot of things that, that transpire over multiple days. The tradition is still so, there, just modern and yes. yeah. Yes. Oh, gotcha. I like um, it. And they continue also to celebrate the legacy of Lozen. So she Yay. is recognized still to this day and they celebrate uh, all of her accomplishments and what she was able to do for the Apaches. Yay! Yay. So there you go. Look at that. I love it. So she was in prison for how long in Florida? Like until forever, basically? So her, her she started fighting as a warrior in their 20s and she yes. died in her 50s. 50s. So when I, I want to say that her brother probably passed away kind of midway through. Mm-hmm. That's when she fought with Geron, you know, aside Geronimo sure. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she was probably in prison. I mean, a good while. Ten good years. While. Maybe ten a decade. Years. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering. I'm just so curious what what she did in prison yeah if she shared about her journeys or was able to write it down she, write it down or coach mm-hmm. along side people like motivation i don't know yeah. Very, yeah so the very interesting very limited stories yes of course, from her yeah. so yeah. It, it, it led me to believe that it was just word of mouth there was mm-hmm. nothing written down um and the stories that i told were some of the ones that were repeated time and time again no matter what sure. article you brought up you had two or three stories and that was really about it so mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think that she necessarily wrote anything down, oh, um, and totally. the stories were just you know passed passed yeah. by word of mouth. Great yeah. stories keep yeah. her memory yeah. alive, right? Yes, yes, and they still celebrate her, so I think that's fantastic. Yeah. In Florida, yes, in Florida, <laughs> yes, along with all yes, the other Florida <laughs> crazy people. <laughs> oh, cute! Well, that wraps it up for this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.